please be aware that this is for professional investors only. Good morning. It's Wednesday, the 7th of June. And as you know, it's morning espresso. If you're watching live and you'd like to watch in a different language, uh, we'd like to remind you that there exists that possibility by selecting the bottom below and you will be able to select different language uh, versions that are available. You can always send us your questions, of course, uh, via the Q&A button or by sending us an email to nordeafunds at nordea.com. So today I'm extremely excited to have uh, not just one guest, not just two, but three guests uh, to the Morning Espresso this week. And that, with that, I would like to welcome Thomas Sorensen and Henning Padberg, portfolio managers of the newly launched uh, Nordea Global Climate and Social Impact Strategy. And of course, also Solène Eviard, who is the impact analyst on this strategy. So good morning to all three of you. Good morning, Carlos. Morning, Carlos. All right, guys. So, good morning, Solène, as well. So good morning to all of you. It's really exciting. So I feel like every time I'm with you guys, it's a new birthday. Uh, a few months ago, I was with Thomas and Olotayo for their social empowerment. And now I'm really excited to be with you guys here today for this uh, new strategy. So I'm going to begin first with, with Thomas. So Thomas, investors all over the world uh, know you as the portfolio manager of the Global Climate Environment Strategy. Uh, back into uh, December 2020, we just uh, discussed that we you launched the, the social empowerment strategy, so focusing on the S in uh, ESG investing. The new strategy, so the global climate and social impact strategy, is combining the two aspects of E and S into one solution. Uh, what do you think uh, makes it necessary or important to create a solution uh, that integrates both the environmental and social aspects? Uh, and listen, Carlo, this is a natural evolution of what we are doing here. Uh, we have been on a mission for 13 years now, as you allude to, uh, allocating capital to companies uh, with solutions that can contribute to a better world out there. And again, you know, I've said it before, we should not underestimate the power of capital allocation. Um, what we do here is, um, is that, uh, that we are combining the two. We need to create uh, an integrated solution uh, for investors recognizing that climate change is affecting all all, all people, everybody, uh, but the most vulnerable people are often the the, the kind of the, the the kind of most most impacted. Um, uh, we can address both, Carlo. We can address both environmental and social issues. They are often intertwined. Uh, so this is a little bit broader kind of concept, uh, and we see uh, and we see the need to address uh, you know these sustainability issues a little bit broader. And as, as you correctly say, uh, Thomas, environmental and social issues are often uh, intertwined. Uh, when speaking about this linkage, uh, people more often refer to the term uh, inclusive green economy. Um, maybe, Solen, how would, you, how would you explain this concept to people that never heard about it before? So it's a new approach which associates the economic development with sustainability and social equity. It's endorsed by the UN, the EU, and the World Bank as a pathway towards the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. And in a very simple way, such an economy is 
clean, efficient, low carbon in production. And it's also inclusive in consumption and in outcomes. So it's a way to protect natural capital, social capital, and economic capital at the same time. And that's, that's really interesting. So, so investing in, into the strategy means helping building an in inclusive green economy, which is definitely an important goal for the future. Uh, but I remember you saying uh, for, a year, uh, for a year now, guys, that the power of capital allocation only works if these solutions not only provide uh, something good for the world, but also make economic sense. Really important keywords there, economic sense. Uh, maybe, Henning, you can elaborate a bit further uh, on this topic. Yes, uh, Carlo, um, very, very rightly said. Uh, so I guess our focus has always been on the economics because for us, uh, two uh, prerequisites to be sustainable in the long run, that is that we get a positive impact from the solutions that we are looking at. And here uh, it extends beyond the, the climate and environment issues into the social arena. And we see a lot of opportunities here. But the second point that's very important is that it also makes economic sense. And here we need to see a positive return on investments for the solutions to be sustainable. Um, and you can take an example like uh, insulation in buildings where uh, we see very good payback times, but you can also look at areas like uh, a solar, solar system where um, today we are talking about attractive payback times of uh, around five years. If you go back 10 years, uh, we actually saw that this number was more towards the 15, 20 years. So, so there's also a lot of uh, imp improvement potential. And that comes back to the point that Thomas made that by allocating capital to the right solutions and to the right companies, we also support innovation and research and development in these areas to then uh, improve the, 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 the solutions. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more, Henning. And in fact, you know, uh, even just driving around in my neighborhood, uh, more and more you see on top of buildings and houses, these solar panels, whether it's privately owned homes or apartment buildings, you just see uh, that people are starting to wake up and really invest in sort of these uh, green uh, solutions as well. So it's really important. So you see that impact uh, on, on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, so I couldn't agree more. Um, cl clearly on the E side, uh, the E and reasonable, but hard to measure on the, on the S side, right? So how do you define the economic sense here, Salen? So here I'm focusing more on, on the S. So it's uh, harder to speak about economic sense, but what can be said is that there are some metrics like the SRI, the social return on investments, that allow us to capture the extra financial value relative to resource invested. That means that when you invest $1 in some areas like social housing, it generates $3.5 for society as a whole, meaning that all stakeholders, the company, the patients, and um, the governments benefit from this specific activity. So with this kind of metric, we can place a monetary value on change occurring as a result of a company activity, showing that it's important, it works, and thus driving adoption towards more business model like this one. And so um, let's move from the theoretical concept to more uh, practical discussion uh, around the uh, building the investment universe. What, what companies are you looking for when you select portfolio holdings? And how much does uh, your expertise uh, on the climate side help you? So Thomas, maybe you can uh, help us with this one. 
Yeah, we want to tackle uh, broader sustainability issues here uh, and look for well-positioned climate and social solution providers, um, uh, really seeking uh, these positive kind of outcomes well aligned with the UN goals and the, and the, and the Paris Agreement. So what we want to do here is to contribute to better health and well-being. We want um, a more inclusive society. Uh, we want to support responsible consumption and production, and we want uh, to to kind of foster a low carbon economy. Uh, and there's, a, I mean, as you alluded to, a, a kind of natural overlap in uh, in uh, in uh, in, uh, in in on the on, on the on the climate side, and 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 of course that expertise we take into here, um, and 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 we can leverage on that. Um, so so yeah, it helps us. And I think obviously what can make it a little bit uh, more tangible for us would be obviously if we maybe can show uh, an investment case of uh, one of these clusters. So maybe maybe Henning, maybe you can walk us through one of the, the clusters. Yeah, um, why don't we, because I mentioned that uh, building uh, insulation uh, payback time, which we think is quite attractive. Why don't we have a look at Owens Corning, which is uh, an American company that we have uh, in the strategy. And um, basically this falls into the uh, low carbon economy um, a cluster and then into the green construction um, strategy that we have defined. And uh, we typically, when we look at one of these solutions, we, 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 we go through this process of looking at what's the challenge, what's the solution here with, uh, that the company offers, and then how can we measure it? What, what are the potential outcomes? And also how does it align with, uh, with the global policies like the UN uh, SDGs? Um, and clearly in buildings, uh, the big challenge is that they are a huge consumer of energy. And especially in the US, we see that the market is very inefficient. So uh, more than 90% of buildings are actually uh, under insulated or, or not insulated at all. So there's a lot of losses happening that can be improved. And uh, the solution here that Owens Corning offers is of course insulation materials, also um, efficient uh, roofing and other building materials and the goal is here to conserve energy. So, so a clear positive beneficiary with a quite high exposure also to the um, um, strategy that we are looking at. And uh, um, if, if, if the market adopts this solution um, increasingly, the outcome that we will be able to measure is of course that a lot of energy can be saved. So uh, up to almost 50%. And also if you look at the individual solutions of, of, uh, of installing, for example, wall insulation, you can actually get a quite nice payback on a, on a solution by solution basis in terms of you can measure it in carbon or you can measure it in, in, in money because in the end of the day, and that's driving this whole uh, topic is of course that uh, consumers and corporates, they, they are adopting this because it makes sense for them. They can see it on the energy bill that they are saving money if they invest uh, into, for example, building solutions from Owens Corning. Um, and if you then take it on the SDGs, on the UN SDGs, also here we think increasingly we will see more global tailwinds uh, for the company because uh, government policies and, and also, like I said, the consumer trends that buildings are energy rated and so on, that will drive increasing um, adoption. And, and we think the company is, is actually very attractively priced because the market misperceives a little bit the cyclicality. It's related to buildings and construction. So the market thinks it's very cyclical and volatile. But in the end of the day, what we think is that the long-term structural drivers are actually supporting the case. And that's why we have uh, a more attractive uh, upside to the, to the investment case than the market has.
And again, Henning, I think these are always great examples that you have and that you and, and Thomas for, for decades now, uh, or for a decade plus, I should say rather, you guys have been really coming up with, with these great ideas. And so for our investors that are already familiar with what you guys have done in your, in your climate strategy, seeing these other great new ideas being incorporated in this new strategy is, is, quite, is quite exciting, I think. And so uh, I think people really will, will be excited to take a, a look at, at this uh, new strategy. Um, now, now, this is the first uh, strategy from uh, Nordea that we're implicitly, uh, we're using uh, the word impact uh, as, as, as part of it. And also, uh, it's one of our ones uh, that, will be, uh, that will be classified or is classified rather as Article 9. Uh, how do you define uh, the impact in general and what impact is generated by investing, for example, in Owens uh, Corning? Uh, and I, here I uh, revert to Solen, the impact analyst in the team. So in general, we can say that impact on its own, it just implies having a any effect on virtually anything given the context. But in a social and environmental uh, context, it means having a positive significant change that address pressing sustainability challenge. So regarding this specific strategy, uh, we look at how it affects people's lives or the planets, depending on which kind of solution we're talking about. And we try to do so, defining impact as a result of a deliberate set of activities in relationship with the sustainable development goals. So for Owen Corning, like you show on the previous slide, it was the number nine, uh, which is about um, creating some resilient infrastructure for the world. So insulation contributes to, to that. And uh, we assess it with a very specific framework to be sure that it's compliant with the EU taxonomy and well aligned with the SDGs. So you can see here that the alignment with the SDG is around 40%. It goes up to 90% for the taxonomy alignment. And looking at those figures enable us to say that it's a contributive um, investment. And then we try to measure it to see how much it contributes. So we need to have some specific metrics looking more at the outcomes. That's why that's what the people do with the product and then translating it into impact. That's the broader effect on society. And so I think this is also really important for our viewers, obviously being classified as an Article uh, 9 product, uh, having that impact uh, element to it. Uh, there is greater, uh, let's say, uh, um, information that you will get. You will be able to measure and, and really see the impact in the various uh, clusters and companies that, that we uh, invest into. So, so that's what was really interesting there. And, and we'll hear uh, more probably from Selene in the future as, as the impact analyst uh, of, of this strategy. Uh, I'd like to pass the word maybe back to, to Thomas. If you had uh, one to two minutes elevator pitch, if you will, to explain the concept of this new strategy, how would you do this? What is it that we want to achieve here, Carlo? Uh, we want to make attractive returns, and we believe we can do that while contributing to an inclusive green economy. It's very important, that word, inclusive green economy. That's what we want to achieve here. Uh, societies are moving in this direction. It's clear. It will be very powerful. Uh, we can see that with the, with the European Green Deal. We can see, the, see it with the proposals coming out of the US. This is the way societies are moving. Um, 
uh, the new consumers and the consumers of tomorrow, they don't only care about what the products are made of, but, all, but, but, but also increasingly how they are made. It's, it's, a, it's a very powerful trend. It will create winners and losers out there in the marketplace. We believe we have the skill set, the experience, and the right frameworks to pick the winners. Uh, so come and join us on, on this new journey. Carlo? Thank you, uh, Thomas. Uh, and maybe uh, Henning and Solan, do you have anything else you would like to add maybe? No, not really. I mean, Thomas said it all. The, the philosophy and the goals are very clear in this strategy. And uh, yeah, maybe what I could add is the I think the universe is very exciting and attractive. So, so on top of all the climate ideas that we have looked at for many years, I think we are adding a layer here that is uh, potentially giving us a lot of opportunities to find mispriced companies. And, and I mean, that can be from microfinance uh, in India to social housing, uh, uh, to, to education uh, companies. So a lot of issues uh, need solutions and, and, and we find these uh, um, with the team that we have that is focused on, on these long-term trends and uh, with a sustainability and impact mindset um, applied on a, on a bottom-up level. Um, the, the crux is really to bring it down into cash flows and then find these companies that are, uh, that are attractively valued and offer an attractive risk reward. And I think there we have uh, um, an investment process that is proven in the global climate for many years. And here we apply basically um, the same framework when, when it comes to portfolio construction and, and risk management. So it's, it's about boiling that huge number of interesting ideas down into a portfolio that can in the long run, then uh, hopefully also generate attractive uh, risk-adjusted returns. That's that's uh, that's where our passion is anyway. So so that's uh, hopefully also what we can do in this product. Absolutely. And and Solan, maybe uh, last words from you. Uh, yes, I just add that Thomas talked about the the interest in all products and services um, are made, and uh, I think that the why matters also. People want to feel purpose. Uh, in their consumption and it's very interesting for us to embark on this impact journey in that way what we can improve we can measure so trying to assess all those products and services that impact on the world will help us to push company forward towards this green inclusive economy that we want to contribute to Thanks uh, so much uh, to both, uh, well, to all of you rather, to Thomas, Henning, and uh, to Selene for, for joining me today. So it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Carlo. And Thank you very well, much, Carlo. And, and I wanted to, to also wish our, our, our loyal uh, Morning Espresso viewers uh, a really nice summer break. So today is the last episode before we uh, take a little bit of a pause. We will be returning in the fall. Uh, with some new content, uh, some new concepts as well that we want to and will share with you. So please stay tuned for our uh, mailings or communications that will come out to you. As always, we invite you to visit uh, the NordeaAssetManagement.com uh, website. Uh, listen to this if you can't watch it. We also have it in podcast uh, format. And of course, if you have any questions from uh, today's episode or any other episode, we always encourage you to please reach out to your uh, local sales representatives wherever they may are. So thank you again for, for all three of you for joining uh, today. And thank you for uh, checking out this latest episode of Morning Espresso and see you in the fall.